Hey guys, welcome to the podcast once again. Um, so today we're going to talk about um, mental health and how it's been affecting me and my day to day. So a lot of people have been asking me like, oh, how has you know the pandemic affected you? You know, what have you, like what have you been doing? What have you been up to? You know, we haven't heard much from the podcast. Um, so let me start by saying. Um, I got married December 12th of 2020, and um, I have been in that process of adjusting to married life, adjusting to the move, and, you know, basically, you know, becoming more homely in my new house, and, um, you know, all while that's going on, I'm also dealing with the pandemic, um, just being home, not being able to go a lot of places. Um, during that time frame, um, um, so I, I live in Connecticut. Connecticut did have a little a shutdown, just like every other state. Um, so we were pretty much restricted to where we can go. But um, me and my husband, you know, um, you know, at first, you know, they're all over the news with the new vaccines and everything. And um, me and my husband were like, you know, we don't think that the vaccine um, is a good option only because, you know, they, they made it so fast. And, you know, me being a nurse, um, in my head, I knew the timeline that it takes to make a vaccine and how long and to see how quick they came up with this vaccine. It kind of gave me some speculation. I'm not going to lie. Um, so while I was doing the speculation, um, you know, I had the speculation, we, me, my husband and I had the speculation going on for months. Um, you know, his parents were pushing us to get the vaccine. You know, they were scared. They got the vaccine. Um, and we took a, like a little bit, we took a little bit of time to actually think about it. And, um, you know, you know, after a while they come up, you know, you know, they come up with tactics to make sure, you know, no one leaves without a vaccine. So, um, they put a lot of restriction on travel unless you're vaccinated. So, um, but you know, my husband and I did end up coming around to getting the vaccine. Um, about, let's see, um, I would say about in May. So we got the Moderna vaccine part one and we got the part two a couple weeks after. Um, since then me and my husband are able to travel. Um, no problems. Um, we've been to Michigan, we've been to Philly, we've been to New York, we've been to, um, uh, what is the other place, Rhode Island, we've been to a couple other places that, you know, we were driving, we weren't flying, um, we love to take road trips, it was like our thing while we were dating, so we continued up the legacy to start road trips. So, um, in terms of like the mental health portion of it, if anybody does not know, I am somebody who starts who struggles with um, depression, anxiety, um, and I also was recently diagnosed with ADHD, and um, I also um, struggle with a condition called dyscalculia, which actually makes me see numbers upside down and backwards, kind of like dyslexia, but you know, with, with numbers. Um, so, um, since we came back, we went to, um, Georgia in May and I think around this time, you know, me and my husband were planning on doing the big move to Georgia. You know, we were just like, oh yeah, like want to start fresh. You want to start new. We were, you know, newlyweds, you know, we wanted to raise our kids in a space where we were able to afford and to maintain like a, a good lifestyle, 
Um, and also, you know, with the wait list out here, it would be cool to go to school out down south and to like, you know, be easily be, be easily be able to get into a program without having to wait two to three years on a wait list. Um, so we came back in Connecticut. We came back to Connecticut after our two week trip to Georgia, and we just kind of decided, like, you know. Georgia wasn't a fit for us and um, even if it is a fit for us it's just not the time to go um, so we did we made that decision and um, you know it was very difficult but you know we basically had to pick up where we left off here in Connecticut and just kind of move forward um, during this time I'm unemployed my husband actually ends up getting a new job working um, so I've been unemployed since May. Um, my mental health has definitely taken a toll, you know, watching my husband go to work every day while I'm home, just doing the same stuff every day. It's like a, on rotation, like it's like waking up, you know, homework, cleaning, cooking. And it was like a rotation up until the point where it's, it's starting to feel very robotic-like. Um, and I feel like in my mind, it just made me go crazy. Um, I haven't seen a therapist. Um, I see a regular therapist um, basically for about um, about a year. And then um, I also see a APRN, which to who doesn't know, like an um, advanced practicing nurse practitioner. Um, excuse me. Um, they She actually does specialize in mental health. So she prescribes me um, my medication to help me um, with my depression and anxiety. Um, so I see both. I see my regular therapist once a week and I see her also once a week. So um, in the courses of that, it's basically, you know, with the talk therapy, the talk therapy also helps and then also with the meds. The meds is a little bit more difficult only because um, you know you're new to you're new to the exposure of new meds. Um, you don't know how it's going to affect you. You don't know the symptoms. So you know it's basically like an experimental period as to where you pick up, where you start, where you leave off. Um, it's very important that you know you take those kind of meds every day because just missing or skipping a day will just throw your whole body off. You can feel it, regardless if you don't feel it physically you will feel it mentally and it will kind of give you a push and um it can either give you a good push or a bad push that's why I always say you know when you go see a therapist and you are taking meds I suggest if you don't feel right or you feel you know very off I say give it about two weeks but um because that's like the max you know to kind of give meds antidepressants take about for for me it was about two weeks for me to kick in and um if they just didn't feel right, I would just, you know, I was able to call my provider and say, hey, like, I'm, I don't feel comfortable with this medication. Can we try something new or can we add on something? Can we subtract something? Um, so it's all about knowing what you what fits for you and just for you only, because what fits for you does not also fit for somebody else. Um, so continuing with my story, um, I have just been in this downward spiral. Um, I take I'm not gonna lie there are some days I do not take my meds um, because sometimes I feel like it just takes so much energy out of me um, it takes a lot to just even shower at this point it takes a lot to just moisturize my hair 
Um, it takes a lot to make the bed, to do laundry, to clean. So some days dishes will pile up, some days laundry will pile up. You know, some days I will stay in the house for a whole week straight and just won't come out and have to have my husband to literally pull me out of this hole of a depression that I've in to even just attempt to go outside. Um, so that's a lot that's been going on mentally. Um, I do have crying spells. There are days where everything just seems hard. Um, but I think in my in this course, I have really um, come to a decision that, you know, this is maybe a time for me to get closer to God and um, just have more conversations, have more, you know, expressive thoughts and to just make him closer to me like he used to be. Um, I feel like sometimes in mental health, we get so wrapped up in our own emotions and our own, um, you know, criteria and our own feelings and to forget that, you know, we are not in control. God is in control of everything. He puts you in a place for a reason. There's a reason why you're in this space. Um, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, he doesn't give the biggest wars. He does give the biggest wars to his strongest soldiers. And when things do get rough, um, we basically, it's like we're always expected to just take it as we go. But there are times where there are days we can just not, cannot just do it. Um, and I feel like, although it's really, it's very, very bad at the moment over time with self-care and seeing a therapist and, you know, just doing little things throughout the day to help you improve that your mental health will improve over time. Um, so I started this list, um, basically saying, you know, I'm going to, you know, do one thing for myself each day, even though, you know. I am going through my depressive phase at the moment, um, whether it's, you know, taking a shower, whether it's moisturizing my hair, whether it's, you know, just doing one load of laundry, whether it's just making, doing something simple, just making the bed. And, you know, these are just one task for the day. I try not to clump all the tasks into one day because my ADHD does want to kick in and just wants to do everything. But I try to set myself to a boundary where do one task a day at least, try to get out of bed try to move, try to do some homework and, you know, just to kind of move on from that and to just basically see how I feel afterwards. And if I can continue to do this, let's do it. Let's just come up with some new stuff to do. Um, so that's what I've really been doing. Um, like today, um, today was a day where I actually didn't feel too bad. Um, I got up today. Um, I immediately started laundry. Um, I had dishes piled up in my kitchen for about two days, so I did those. I wiped on my stove. I did a whole bunch of stuff. Currently still doing laundry. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear the laundry in the back. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just little stuff. And then at, at the end, I think I amazed myself. Like, just seeing, wow, like, the house is clean. It, it makes you feel better. Like, internally, physically, like, it makes you... It feels like a weight just lifts off your shoulders. Um, and it just feels amazing. Like, literally fucking amazing. Um, one thing that I will say for this podcast is that I am going to be very vocal on this podcast. Um, I do curse sometimes. I am working on that. Um, I'm trying to get into a new phase of life where cursing is not obligated. Um, I don't want to curse anymore, but, you know, it's it's taking a day 
at a time, I think, for me. Um, so I'm also working on that task, too. But it is that's like a like a very end of the year kind of goal because it is very difficult. Um, so like little self stuff, you know, that you want to improve or, or change, you know, like just little stuff to write down and to kind of overlook it, to just not overlook it, but just to kind of look at it give yourself a rundown and be like hey like I really want to get this done first on the list um and I think it's all about your mentality it's all about your motivation to do and to want to improve um so that is the big thing for me um right now I am on an antidepressant I am on meds for my ADHD I am also on meds for my anxiety and um I talk about you know how hard it is being in school um, during the pandemic, um, which I'm going to save for episode two. Um, but um, overall, I think that you know this pandemic has changed a lot of people. Um, I really don't talk to a lot of friends like that, um, which is going to be in another podcast because that's actually story time. <laughs> so. Overall, um, I am very, very excited, looking forward to this new upcoming semester. Um, Currently, I took one summer course. Um, It's my last English class. I'm taking advanced comp right now Um, as an elective because I've taken the rest of my courses. I'm just taking them over so I can um, just improve. Um, So, okay, guys, that was podcast one um thank you for joining me and i hope that you are able to come back for the second podcast thank you